We ought to just take the time out and just honor his name. My God, the Bible said his name is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and they are safe. Have you called up on the name of Jesus today? My God, have you blessed his name at all? You know, I, I'm just going to just, yes, I believe you have and I believe you are right now. Just, just magnifying the Lord, just blessing him and giving him the glory and honor that is due unto his name. Amen. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. We thank you for tuning in to us, to listening to Sunday Morning Live inside the pages. And, you know, to tonight, this is Tuesday Night Bible Class, which is one of my favorites, uh, whether it's, it's me and, or someone else that is teaching the word of God. You know, it is the word of God and, and, and it can come. God can send his word through anyone. Uh, we were starting service and a, a, a young man at the age of, of 10 stood up and just began to read a scripture uh, to tell the church that you shall live and not die. And, you know, this young man, is he said it was just in his heart. He's never done this before. It just landed. You know, God can use anyone that he desires to send his word, you know, and and we just want to praise God. We just want to thank the Lord for his goodness. Just want to thank God for his blessing and waking us up this morning and starting us on our way and for blessing you and giving you the activity of your limbs. You know, I, I, I believe that we should thank God even for those that, that don't say thank you. We ought to say thank you on their behalf. You know, when we see good and something that's being done and the mercy of God, they may have forgotten to say thank you, but we recognize the the grace of God, and we can say thank you on their behalf, you know, just appreciating God for who he is and what he has done and, and just showing up and showing out. You know, I don't know what that means to you, but, but when I think of God showing up and showing out, I'm just thinking of his presence being made known. I'm not looking for anything material. I'm just, just anxious. I'm just excited. Uh, I'm just anticipating uh, God's presence and him showing up, just letting me know that he's there. You know, I have faith that he's there. I believe his word that he's that he's present all the time, wherever we are. But uh, it's great to just anticipate, you know, like the psalmist said, my heart panted after the like, like the deer by the brook, you know, I'm thirsty for the Lord. And, and I believe that you're thirsty for the Lord as well. You know, um, we're, we're going to go into the word of God and then we're going to have some more uh, song. But uh, 
but just certainly just appreciating God at this moment and, you know, throughout this day. Uh, I want to encourage you, if you haven't fasted, if you haven't been fasting, uh, put it into your daily plan. Fast and pray. Seek God's face. You know, set aside a day, set aside some time to seek him. It's, the Bible says some things come with prayer and fasting. So it's not enough just to pray about it. Uh, you're going to have to uh, make a sacrifice. A sacrifice takes us beyond the norm. Sacrifice takes us past just good, uh, you know, meeting the basic requirements. And it takes us into another area. I, I believe that it takes us uh, past the curtain. If we were in the if we were in the wilderness in the tabernacle in the wilderness, you know, it would take something special to get us past the curtain, you know, into the holies of holies. And so when you fast and you're praying that uh, you're taking that extra step. You're going, now that the temp, now that the, the curtain and the temple have been torn and whosoever will let them come, you know, we can go into the Holy Holies and, and everyone is not interested in going there. But I, I don't know about you, but I, my hand is raised right now because I'm interested in going into the Holy of Holies and can't just show up any kind of way. You, you know, the Bible does say come as you are, but it also say be transformed. You know, there comes a period in time that after you come as you are, uh, there's a conditioning, there's a transforming that is supposed to occur uh, in each of us. And some is going to occur faster than others, but nonetheless, it, it happens. You, you know, uh, some tarried for the Holy Ghost and uh, was filled when the word of God was being preached like in Cornelius' house. And then there was others that had been baptized in Jesus' name and uh, had not received the Holy Ghost. And, and then uh, God sent a word or sent his, one of his messengers or, or, or the service got so high that, that the Holy Ghost failed and they were filled uh, that was desiring to be filled with his spirit. Uh, you know, so, so we anticipate God's goodness. We anticipate the Lord showing up and, and just showing out in his way. You know, we, we need to just tell God, have your way. Just have your way, Lord. You know, the, the bishops, the preachers, whoever, whatever title that they might, it, we all just need to be crying out, Lord, have your way. I'm not the sinner, uh, but I, I'm part of the uh, I, I'm, I'm part of the ones that are, are saying, holy, holy is the Lord. I'm one of the ones that's laying it all down like the 24 elders that was laying down their crowns upon the, upon the throne of God and saying, holy, holy, holy. I'm right along with them saying, holy, holy, holy. Uh, all that I have is I want to present it as holy unto the Lord. All that I am, I want to present it as holy unto the Lord. And I believe that is the same as you and what you feel inside of your heart right now that you want to present yourself as holy unto the Lord. If you've missed any part of the messages that have gone on, I want to encourage you to go to connectingtruth.org and click God on demand. And that will take you to the archive of messages and you can review uh, the, the sermons, you can review the preaching and teaching, the exhortation that, that has gone on and, uh, you know, and, and so um, uh, as I, I was in a conversation the other day with, uh, we were discussing the atmosphere of our global society, you know, and uh, here that uh, as in other places, they're loosening the reins and allowing people to venture out more. And I noticed the freeways are are very much 
uh, impacted, more traffic, you know, more pedestrians and, um, you know, but in my discussion uh, about the atmosphere uh, of our society, uh, my daughter said uh, Noah had sense enough to send out a raven and to wait. And then he sent out a dove and he waited for a good sign. He, he waited for the dove to come back uh, before leaving the ark, you know, and we need to practice uh, some of the same common sense. Uh, we need to practice uh, some of the same sense that was being practiced by those that believe and trusted in God as well. You know, and we're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer before going into uh, before going into the scripture, the Ezekiel, the 23rd chapter, 23 through 34. And, and so, uh, uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that you would bless us this evening. Yeah, much as you already have, Lord God, we just thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your grace, Lord. Lord, and just pray for those that are driving, that may be listening while they're driving right now. Maybe they're at work, at home. Uh, Lord God, whatever they're engaged in, but they've taken time to uh, tune in to this service, Lord God, or to hear the recording of, and just pray that you would bless them, Lord Jesus, and bless the endeavors that they have, the works of their hands. Lord God, it is you that causes us to prosper, Lord Jesus, and we thank you because you give us strength, you give us the activity of our, our limbs, you give us our, our mind, a, a sober mind, stable, Lord God, and bless Bless your people in business, Lord God, to be business minded. Bless your people, Lord God, to uh, Lord, to look unto you uh, as you are the author and the finisher of our faith, Lord God. Our dependency is upon you. And we don't forget that, Lord. Lord Jesus, and any those that are sick in their body, just pray and ask that you would heal them, Lord God. And uh, those that are dealing with situations, Lord God, as, as different things, Lord God, that comes into our lives. Lord Jesus, that you would bless those that are around them to have the right words, use wisdom, and Lord God, and have understanding. We ask these blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. We're in the book of Ezekiel. We're still in the book of Ezekiel. We're plowing through uh, this, this particular gospel and learning what the Lord would have us to learn. And so the 23rd chapter of Ezekiel, uh, beginning at verse 22 through 34, and I'm going to ask that you be a little patient with me as I read through this. It, uh, I won't be long, uh, uh, you know, but just want to touch on the house, just want to touch on the house. And so that you can point to yourself and say this house, uh, I want to talk about this house. And, and so, you know, it is about this house. And so the Bible tell us, therefore, Aholabah, and I threw a name in here. This is me. One of the few times that I'm using Aholababa. I used this last week to represent the male. But thus said the Lord God, behold, I will raise up thy lovers against thee. And I've underlined that I will raise up thy lovers against thee. I will, I will. And from whom thy mind is alienated, and I will bring them against thee on every side. The Babylonians and all the Chaldeans, Pecod and 
Shot and Koa and all the Syrians with them, all of them desirable young men, captains and rulers, great lords and renowned, all of them riding up on horses. You know, and I, I thought that was very interesting because at no time did God look at those individuals and denounce their beauty. At no time did he do that. You know, and, uh, the Bible does not hide anything from us. Now, it doesn't give us everything, because, uh, but it gives us enough. It gives us what is needed. And, and so, uh, you know, when we talked about this <laughs> before, we talked about uh, Aholaba, uh, the fact that she had got so caught up in the eye candy. And, you know, if you think about the stickiest, uh, some of the stickiest candy, you know, I, I said one of the worst things that can happen is for you to be chewing some gum, some good gum, and fall asleep and it gets in your hair. And so Aholabah was caught up into a, a sticky situation. And so the Bible says, and they shall come against thee with chariots, wagons and wheels, and with an assembly of people, which shall set against thy buckler and shield and helmet round about, and I will. I will set judgment before them, and they shall judge thee according to their judgments. And I will set my jealousy against them. I will. I will set my jealousy against thee, and they shall deal furiously with thee. They shall take away thy nose and thy ears, and thy remnant shall fall by the sword. They shall take thy sons and thy daughters, and thy residue shall be devoured by the fire. They shall also strip thee out of thy clothes and take away thy fair jewels. Thus will I make the lewdness to cease from thee. I, thus I will. Thus will I make the lewdness to cease from thee and thy whoredom brought from the land of Egypt so that thou shalt not lift up thy eyes unto them nor remember Egypt any more. For thus saith the Lord God, behold, I will deliver thee into the hand of them whom thou hatest. I will, I will deliver thee into the hand of them whom thou hatest into the land of them, into the hand of them from whom thy mind has been alienated. So even though Aholabah did all of the, uh, the mischievous things, uh, her mind was yet separated from them. And so, uh, uh, you know, uh, people do things and then they scratch their head. Some wonder why did they do that, but yet they can't stop. And that's a, a much of a conversation that, to have uh, 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 among ourselves, with our friends, with others. Why can't you stop? You know the behavior is damnable. You know it's destroying the home, it's destroying the family, it's, it's, it's self-destruction. And But why, why can't you stop it? And so the Bible says that whom thy mind has been alienated and they shall deal with thee hatefully and shall take away all thy labor and shall leave thee naked and bare and thy nakedness of whom thy whoredom shall be discovered, both thy lewdness and thy whoredom. 
I will do these things. There we go. I will do. I, I will, God, I will do these things unto thee because thou hast gone a whoring after the heathen and because thou hast polluted with their idols. Thou hast walked in the way of thy sister. Therefore will I, therefore will I give her cup into thy hands. Mm. Thus said the Lord God, thou shalt drink of thy sister's cup deep and large. Thou shalt be laughed to scorn and had a duration. It containeth much. Thou shalt be filled with drunkenness and sorrow with a cup of astonishment in desolation with the cup of thy sister Samaria. Thou shalt drink it and suck it out. Thou shalt break the shot thereof and pluck off thy own breast. For I, for I, the Lord, I have spoken it, saith the Lord God. Now we're inside the pages, you know, this, where we're at, the rubber, you know, you've heard the expression where the rubber meets the road and we have traveled uh, down some uh, some some roads here uh, to where we are today. And, you know, the, the glorious the rubber has met the road and, and you can pretty much smell the rubber uh, uh, burning it up, tearing it up. And so the glorious visions of angelic beings and the sovereign God. Uh, that Ezekiel saw in the beginning has not appeared again. Uh, they haven't appeared, you know, what as they did in the beginning. The angelic visitations, the dreams, the visions, uh, understand uh, dreams and visions that God may send uh, never supersedes his word. It lines up with his word, but it never supersedes his word. Now, let me help somebody out there. Uh, Paul was ministering uh, to the believers and he said, if an angel come from heaven preaching another doctrine, let it be a curse. So everything that God has created, everything that says I love him, everything that needs to line up with the word of God. All of us uh, line, need to line up with the word of God. Everything within creation itself has lined up with the word of God, the atmosphere, the celestial, uh, you know, the trilestial and all that we see has lined up with the word of God, except for humanity. We need to and must line up with the word. If you believe this, line up with the word of God. And so uh, nothing supersedes the word of God. The visions were not intended to replace the message, only to capture uh, his mind and to solidify Ezekiel's state of being during his captivity. Uh, God uh, wanted to make sure he, he knows how to access us, each of us, no matter what situation we're in, no matter what condition that we are found in, God knows how to access us. He knows how to send a vision. Let me let me give this testimony of a young man uh, knows it, know his family, known them for years. He was in uh, he was in the hospital, 
and he was in a coma and they were waiting and things were looking good. And so the young man woke up out of the coma. And when he woke up, he was crying. And everyone that was in the room was trying to figure out, why are you crying? What's wrong? Are you hurting? And they're asking questions because you know, he was sobbing. You know, if you've ever have been in a position where it caused you to sob, you know, words don't express it. But this young man, when he was able, when he was able to gather his words, he said, hell was not created for men. God knew how to deal with him. God knew how to get his attention, even in his state of being in a coma. God knows how to deal with us. He knows how to get our attention and to draw us into the place where he wants us to be at. Ezekiel's responsibility impacted everyone. Those that were living unto the Lord and crying out against the wickedness and those that felt that their unfaithfulness was justifiable because of family ties. You know, people believe uh, we as we read through the scriptures, we we see that they always talking about, you know, well, my, my you know, we are of the lineage of, of Abraham and Isaac. And they start naming names and, uh, you know, but listen, uh, your grandmother might have been saved. How about you? Your father might have been saved. Your mother might have been saved. But how about you? Where are you at? Do you have that same testimony that you're saved? See, your mom's prayer covered you until you were a certain age. But when you became of age, you need to pray for yourself. Uh, uh, they're praying. I'm certainly praying for, for my family. Uh, but uh, I know that, that it comes a time where you're going to have to pray for yourself because we're not going to pray those of, of age into the kingdom of God. Not what I mean by that is, is that uh, it, when God uh, punches the clock, when time is up, we may have prayed, but you, if you did not surrender yourself unto the Lord, then uh, that's a, a conversation that uh, that you're going to need, that you need to have early on. The Bible says some men's sins uh, go before them. And so uh, we're, I'm praying and just hoping that our sins, our sins, let allow your sin to go before you rather than coming up after you. Uh, people don't think about that. They don't understand that. And maybe no one has told them that. But I, and I hope that you repeat this to someone. You want sin to go before you, not after you. You want your sins to be dealt with now and not dealt with later. And, and so um, and so family, friends and associates, uh, nobody exceeds the word of God or his expectations. Now, God has expectations just like you do. God has expectations just like I do. And, and so I want to meet, and, and I'm praying that you feel the same way. You want to meet God's expectations. Ahola represents the capital, Samaria. Now, we didn't cover this in, in the beginning, but let's, let's talk about this right now. Ahola represents the capital, Samaria. Uh, in the kingdom of Israel, Israel, the, the 12 tribes of Israel, uh, the Samaria uh, was the kingdom, was the capital of the kingdom of Israel, and it had 10 tribes. And Aholabah uh, represented Jerusalem, and Jerusalem was the capital of the city of Judah, which had two tribes. Uh, Israel and Judah were originally one nation. 
And so remember, the, the word of God came to Ezekiel and, and said that there was a woman that had two daughters, uh, one of the daughters being Ahola and the other daughter being Aholabah. And, uh, and these daughters, they, they acted in a way that was unseemly. And so Ahola, her name means uh, her own tent or tabernacle. And Aholabah means my tabernacle is in her, representing Jerusalem, uh, where God established worship. Worship was to occur at Jerusalem. You know, there was a song that we used to sing, church going back to Jerusalem, don't you want to go? We're going back to the worship place uh, in which God has called us, the church itself, even today, uh, spiritually, we're the spiritual Jerusalem, uh, you know, and so uh, it is the place where God established worship. And so on the, uh, in the succession of Samuel, you know, Samuel, excuse me, Solomon, the son of David, uh, Rehoboam, uh, the Bible says that he took over as king and in his taking over as king, the country split into two kingdoms, the kingdom of Israel, uh, including the city of Shechem and Samaria in the north and the kingdom of Judah containing Jerusalem in the south. That occurred as Rehoboam uh, placed heavy burdens on the people. Uh, anything, um, uh, anything outside the word of God is a heavy burden and he placed a heavy burden upon the people and it caused the kingdom to split listen solomon had wisdom solomon was working with the people and in working with the people uh, they appreciated Solomon. There was peace in the kingdom. Everything was united, uh, you know, even in Solomon's craziness. Uh, yet uh, none of this occurred. However, when he died, his son took over and he would not listen to the elders. He listened to the young people. And so you can thank Solomon for the taxes that you have today. I mean, excuse me, not Solomon, but his son for the tax situation that we deal with today because he increased the taxes. He caused the uh, the made things hard upon the people and it caused a split in the kingdom. So uh, when the Bible speaks about the mother having two daughters, it was speaking about uh, it was speaking about Israel as being one and then the separation of them. Both Ahola and Aholabah engaged in promiscuous behavior. Uh, Samaria and Israel had sought uh, fulfillment and security by aligning themselves with adulterous Assyria. Rather than learning from her sister's mistake, Aholabah also craved for the Babylonian idols and then the Chaldean lifestyles committing spiritual betrayal. Our alignment should be with the king of kings instead of those that are not serving him. Serving him means obedience to his word. We obey his word regardless of our feelings. Feelings will dictate a different strategy. 
But righteousness will say, you must do this. This is what's right to do. This is what God is expecting. This is what should be done. Therefore, we do it because it is right. I might not feel like praying, but I pray anyhow. I might not feel like reading the word of God, so I, but I do it anyhow. Not knowing, listen, you have you can't take the risk of missing out on what God has for you because you don't know, just like I don't know if we're going to see tomorrow. We deal with the present right now. And so tomorrow is as far away as a thousand years. And yesterday is even as farther away. And so how I deal today, I have to deal with it not according to my feelings. Even if I might feel depressed. You know, in, in the church world, they don't like to talk about depression, but uh, but it's biblical. Uh, a person might feel depressed. They might feel down, you know, but the word David said when I, I saw the wicked spread out and prosper like a green baked tree and my foot almost slipped. That is a moment of depression. That was a moment of second thoughts. That was a moment that he was looking at the situation and those around. Him, he said it wasn't until I went. I realized that I had to do what was right. And I went on to the house of God and it made a difference. We have to do what is right in order to make a difference. And the more that we do what is right, the easier it becomes. The enemy does not have as much influence because we are training ourselves to do what is right. And God understands that when we don't feel like it and we do it anyhow, it has a blessing attached to it. Somebody, we used to sing the song that says, uh, the more I praise him, the better I feel. Our alignment has to be with the king of kings instead of those that are not serving him. Serving him means obedience to his word, regardless of how our feelings, regardless of what we may be thinking, or regardless of what might be going on, no matter what might be told to us, we must obey the word of God. So that our feelings does not dictate. You, you ever think about how your feelings have gotten you in trouble? You, you know, how our, our feelings have gotten us into a lot of bad situations. That energy and motion have, have done many things to, in, in our life. And so, um, and so we have to stay righteous and, and follow the word of God. Ezekiel 11 and 20 says, then they will follow my decree. And be careful to keep my laws. They will be my people. Only those that are obeying the word of God. Uh, uh, Jesus said it like this. He said, uh, he said, if, if you were my sheep, you would be following my word. Now, I'm paraphrasing that, but but you can go back into the scripture and see that the Lord is saying that that his sheep follow his word and I will be their God. Ezekiel 20 and 11 says, and I gave them my statues. God has given us his word. God has given us his word. You know what I love about God today. Let me let me clarify something here. Let me help make this plain. Uh, uh, I believe the writer said I was once young and we can think about in our young in our young age, the stupid things we've done, the dumb things. Let's not sugarcoat it. We've done some some stuff in our young age, but now I'm older and I realize that I'm more mature. And so I have a better concept of things. And so now, uh, I, God, I understand that God did give us his statutes 
uh, when we came into existence, God gave us his word. And somewhere along the line, whether your family was in church or not, God has sent a message to send his word, to give his word, whether you were channel surfing, trying to get to Kiss FM or trying to get to uh, the beat or trying to get to uh, the power uh, 106, wherever you were trying to get to. And you came across the word of God and you stopped for a moment and you gave some thought to it. That was the goodness of God dropping a seed in your life. And, and so uh, we, we hear and we see and God has presented his statutes. And the Bible says that uh, he showed them are his judgments, which if a man do them. See, it's not just knowing the word of God. It's just, it's just quote. But if we do them, we shall live in them. I am the Lord. Ezekiel 20 and 19. I am the Lord your God. Follow my decree and and be careful and keep my law. Follow my decree and be careful and keep my law. Ahola and Aholabah, like many believe there was time to pay and play. They believed that they had time to get away with it all. They believed they had a moment that they could reminisce on what they used to do and how promiscuous they used to be. And so they carried on with this uh, even as they got older at a time they should have been leaving the foolish things alone. Now, don't be confused with, with infinite. You know, indefinite, excuse me. Don't be confused with the word indefinite. Some people think indefinite is, uh, you know, uh, 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 is the same as everlasting. But don't be confused with that because uh, we have a tendency to treat uh, things as if it's indefinite, as though it's as though it is everlasting when it's not. Indefinite means that you don't know the time when it's going to come to an end, but it is going to come to an end. Remember, your agenda has an expiration date. Which presents and, and and which presents uh, not just what we deal with here, but ex internal consequences. There, there are there are internal eternal consequences that go along with what we do. And so Ahola, Ahola, uh, her own tent, her own tabernacle. She did things her way. Well, my best friend. My friends, uh, he or she did it and uh, this way and uh, nothing happened when actually it did. You just didn't know about it or uh, what 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 bless your Lord God. What you do today has an impact on your future and that has to be dealt with and you want it dealt with now. The best way to deal with what uh, that what the thing that impacts our future is to go to God with it is to go now. We can come boldly to the throne of grace. A holabah, a tabernacle in her, uh, means this, that she saw what was happening to her sister and went beyond her sister's action. A holabah had an option to walk away, yet she chose door number two. She chose what was behind the curtain. Uh, that easy choice, the moment of self-gratification instead of remaining, instead of being committed unto the Lord. Remember, the Lord's worship place, his tabernacle was there. And, and so uh, are you committed unto the Lord? Are you saying yes unto him? Or are you acting like a hola or a hola uh, And so I, I respect your answer. Listen, I, I'm not one of, I, I'm just going to tell you the truth. I respect a person's answer. If you don't want to serve God, as long as you don't get in my way, that's fine. It don't mean I'm not going to stop praying for you. 
It don't mean I'm not going to stop fasting for you. It don't mean I'm not going to stop uh, uh, seeking God on your behalf because God didn't tell us to do that. Uh, there are some people that are hard hearted and God has to break up that hard ground. God has to water it down. God has to send his word, which is like a hammer. And he know how to break up the stony heart and make it soft to make it into a fleshly heart. And, and so when you go through. Those that, that decide and say, well, you know what? That Bible is old and we don't have to follow that no more. Now, listen, when you're going through the rough times, when the going gets rough and the heels are hard to climb, then you need to go to your friend instead of going to God. You need to go to that one that gave you counsel against God and see what they have to say. But it's better if you seek God right now. It's better to turn to the Lord and know that that the word of God is yet relevant for today. It's not old. It has not fully fulfilled its mission yet. It's on a mission. God's word is on a path and it's fulfilling every day. Matter of fact, I'm oh bless you, Lord God. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm like you. I'm preparing myself to meet the Lord. You know, that's what it's about. We're in preparation to meet the Lord. I'm not preparing to try to get a, a, a automobile and, you know, any of those things. But my heart desire is to meet the Lord in peace, to stand in his presence. And, and that should be your desire is to just stand in God's presence in peace, to know him, uh, to represent him, to be uh, with him. You know, the Bible says that John was on the Isle of Patmos. And, and he was seeking God and, and God had visited him with a vision, letting him know, man, it's not over yet. It, it looked rough, but it's not over yet. And he fell down to worship one of the angelic uh, being one of the beings that he saw. And, and the, the person stopped him and said, hold it, man. Don't do that. I'm one of your brethren. And, and I stepped back to look at that because his illumination was so great. He was so awesome in his appearance that he had mistaken him as being someone that he was not. We're living for the promise and you don't know. Um, mm, mm, yes, yes, yes. The word of God says that it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know when he appeared, we shall be like him. Whether it is through the grave or whether it is at the trump of God, we know that when he shall appear, that we're going to be like him. If you're willing and obedient, if you take the Bible, you know, like we do here at Cornerstone, it's from Genesis to Revelation. It's Genesis to Revelation and everything in between that. Listen, heaven and earth will pass away. But we know that if our earthly tabernacle, if this tabernacle, uh, if this tabernacle be dissolved, Ahola and Aholaba did not take that into account that their tabernacle was being dissolved. It was like Alka-Seltzer, plop, plop, fizz, fizz. And there was no relief that was going to come their way, but yet they were being dissolved. We can't be like Ahola and Aholaba, but we need to take into account that if this, my obedience says, if this uh, earthly tabernacle, your obedience, your commitment to God says, if this earthly tabernacle be dissolved, Hmm. It's not going to be a plot plot and just a fizz fizz. You know, that old commercial said, and I, I was looking it up, uh, you know, as it, it rung bells in my mind. That old commercial said, you worked hard. You ate much. That cheesecake made you greedy. 
Now you have a spiritual, and I'm, I'm saying this had a headache and a stomach ache, but after doing all of that, you have a spiritual and a, a, a stomach ache as well. But we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in heaven, for in this we groan. Inside, deep down inside, we're saying, Lord, come get me. Deep down inside, not because there's problems all around us, but it's just the desire that, Lord, I want to be where you are. Earnestly desire to be clothed upon with his house, which is from heaven. If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. Aholabah and Ahola were found naked. They were stripped. For we know that in this tabernacle, we groan, being burdened, not for that which would be unclothed, but clothed upon, that morality, that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now, he that have wrought us the selfsame thing as God, who has given unto us the earnestness of his spirit. Therefore, we are always confident knowing that while we are at home in this body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I'm confident, and I pray that you're confident and that your confidence is being built day by day. We are confident to say and, re and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Wherefore we labor, whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that every one of us we, oh, bless you, Lord God. Mm. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Some are appearing under condemnation. Others are appearing to receive rewards. That's in your power. What is going to happen? What will I receive when I stand in the, in the presence of God? I want to receive, like you, a well done Good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. A few things. If I can just be faithful over a few things, that little piece of the coloring book that God gave me to fill in. I, I just want to fill in that section that God gave me. I don't want to go outside the lines. I don't want to go past the dots. I don't want to color. I don't want to blur it. I want to fill it in with the color that God is looking for. So that he'll say, well done. Good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm going to make you ruler over me. I'm not even looking for that. I just want to hear him say, well done. That's what I want to hear him say. I want to hear him say, well done. If it's tonight, I want to hear him say, well done. Good and faithful servant. If I don't make it out the church doors, I want to hear him say, well done. Good and faithful servant that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that which he has done, whether it be good or bad. Don't you know that you can overcome evil with good no matter what it is, no matter what has occurred in your life? The Bible says we overcome evil with good. The key is, stay, is being consistent with the good, not like Ahola, not like Aholaba. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men but we are made manifest and trust also are made manifest 
in your conscious, your mind, what's going on with you, what's happening in your life. God is concerned about those questions. And he sends his ministers, he sends his elders, he sends his representatives, his psalmists, and those that are committed unto him to help bring about understanding. Bless your Lord God. As our psalmist is singing, mighty God, let's think about the goodness of God and what the Lord means to you.
Almighty God. God bless you. We love you. If you're in the Pasadena, excuse me, the, the Pomona area, Southern California, stop in and see us. Give us a wave, 524 East Pasadena.